Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. And good morning, everybody. It is the end of the week here on Political Coffee. That means you have the wonderful, powerful opportunity to call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. Doesn't have to be what I'm looking at. What do you want to get off your chest? What's burning inside your soul? You just got to talk about it. This is your day. And it's so easy. You just pick up the phone. You call 503-589-1220. 503-589-1220. That is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Or you can send me an email to Jeff, 1220.am. Jeff at KSLM.news. Hey, by the way, some stories I didn't get to yesterday because we had that, that what I thought was a important interview that I wanted to bring to you with former Democrat State Senator Rick Metzger, who is involved in, and he told the story of tolling and they didn't even have, he's, he's with PacWest Lobby Group. You know, they're one of our sponsors here. Go to pwlobby.com, PacWest Lobby. We did the live broadcast, Amanda and I. Uh, those hits at the top and the bottom of the hour on Thursday. Or actually from on Wednesday, my, my bad, sorry. Um, he works with them. And he described the process of how he went about, and, and others on the team at PacWest Lobby, how they went about working behind the scenes to influence ultimately what Tina Kotek did. Now, Tina Kotek suspended the tolling issue for a couple of years. And he, he spoke a political reality. And this is the reason that I brought him on to talk about, because you got to think about things from a strategic level, a long-term level. Now, the left does, the right doesn't. It's time we change that. That is what we're trying to do with the political coffee clatch. That's what I'm trying to do with this radio show. The whole purpose of this radio show, as so many of you know, but for those of you who might be new, the purpose of this radio show is not about me. You see, if I die in an airplane crash or keel over dead with a heart attack, none of which is going to happen, but got hit by a car, that's possible. A truck, that's possible. If that happened, this show would continue. Because the branding's not about me. It's about politics early in the morning with the goal. I'm just talking about stuff that's in our world, national, international, right here in Oregon, locally, Marion County, city of Salem, income tax. The whole point of this show is to talk about those things in a way that gives you thoughts and ideas about how you can have persuasive conversations with persuadable people in your world, whatever world that is, and thereby begin changing your world. You or the greatest influencer you'll ever know. It isn't Senator Rick Metzger, who's a good one. And he described that process. There's a lesson in there for you, each of you. That's why I brought him on, folks. 
how you can persuade people who are persuadable. And in doing that, you change the world. The fact that Rick Metzger, who had been chair of, you know, a mainline Democrat, okay, not a conservative, not not an ultra liberal, but a mainline Democrat. He's the old old line Democrat that, you know, you sit down and you work with, you reach agreement with. Yeah, we still had our big fights, and he always stood with the Democrat. Well, most of the time, stood with the Democrat leadership. Because that's part of what you do in, in a caucus on the big ideological issues. But it's everything else that you're dealing with. Take, for instance, budgets. Those were bipartisan things that we did. Most of them passed with very few votes against them. Now, there were some, and I voted against a bunch of them, maybe not enough in my eight years in the House of Representatives. But I'll tell you this. The pragmatism of how to govern is crucial. And we've lost that. Now, we've lost it because the left, this is my opinion, has decided they need to be rules for radicals. They need to embrace fully Solalinsky's dictums, which Barack Hussein Obama well, he implemented them on steroids, and he still is, folks. He is the one who's behind Joe Biden, at least for the moment. And when Joe Biden is either forced to resign or dies mysteriously, he'll be behind, I'll guarantee you. Whoever takes his place is Barack Hussein Obama and the philosophy out of the pit of hell, Marxism. Because that's what Obama believes. That's what he put into place. Now. We, which kind of have the deck stacked against us in many ways because uh, Obama's lovers are, have permeated after eight years, he put them throughout all of the federal government. And Trump was unable to root them out. That'll be different this time. There's a whole program that's working behind the scenes, not so behind the scenes, at the Heritage Foundation to find MAGA believers, people who believe in America first, put them in line to fill all of the political appointees that Trump has to fill because he was unable to do it the first time. And many of them, thank you, Mike Pence. I think Steve Bannon calls him Judas Pence. Thank you, Mike Pence, because Mike Pence brought to Donald Trump a lot of the people who stabbed Donald Trump in the back like Chris Ray of the FBI, like the Attorney General. That's Mike Pence. Trump didn't know who to hire, who not to. He does now. He knows who and what he's really up against now. And there are people who are willing to step into the breach with him to serve his administration if he's elected. They're MAGA. This is why, in fact, there's a story out there. I think it, uh, where was it? It might have been in the Epoch Times story. Um, I forget how Trump is not. In fact, he said that he intends to not pick anybody as a vice presidential candidate who's running for president right now. 
That is smart. That's what he needs to be doing. Why? Because they're going to try to kill him, folks. I, I Believe me. Just like with RFK. There's no way that the deep state, which knows they're in deep jeopardy if Trump's elected, there's no way that they're going to let Trump live. There's no way that they're going to let RFK live. She's saying the same things about those things. Believe me, I'm not an RFK fan. Um, I think he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. I think Charlie Kirk pointed that out very well the other day. I'm talking presidential politics now. RFK steals more votes from Donald Trump by far than he does Joe Biden. And there's polling to prove it. But there's also just brains and common sense. Now, having said all of that, your opportunity to change your world is right before you, friends. It is. And only you can do it. You're the greatest influencer there is. The stories that about how you influence people, which is why I one of the reasons I wanted to bring Rick Metzger on, not just because they're advertisers, but because this is a roadmap for you. You see, he took on something as transportation chair when he had served in the Senate. He know he knows the ODOT budget. He knows how ODOT works. He knows how transportation works throughout the entire state. And he looked at all of what happened when they passed the bill that said, yeah, you can go ahead and toll federally paid for already working highways, freeways. As he said yesterday, it isn't just going to be Portland, folks. It's ODOT's ultimate plan, and they've made it very clear, is to toll all of the state roads, basically, across the entire state, folks. We're all going to pay for it. That's why we have to kill this thing now. So he looked at that. He didn't even have a client, but he did it for the right reasons. You know I talk about motivations and how important it is. I do this show. Not because I'm getting rich. I don't get up at four o'clock in the morning, even during the summer when I'm getting five hours of sleep, to do a radio show because I want to hear myself talk or I want to build some empire. If I did that, I would call this the Jeff Krupp show instead of political coffee. Get my point? I go back to what I said in the beginning. If I die, this show can continue. Why? Because it's about greatness of America. And I started this show before Donald Trump became president, although he was he was on his way. My point is this. The reason that we talk about these things, the reason I give you the opportunity to call in on Fridays, like right now, and talk about whatever you want to talk about is because we on the conservative constitutional republic side of thinking, of ideology, of government policy. Those of us who believe in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and that our rights come from God and not from government. Those of us who believe that have to stay connected. We do the political coffee clash. We have to put that connection into action. It's not enough just to listen to a radio show. So I'm so grateful to so many of you who come to the political coffee clutch? Nick Hill, Marianne Polk first is going to be there on Tuesday night at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill, six o'clock. He's going to be there to talk about 
the campaign. Yesterday, the news broke in Marion and Polk and, and actually the actual campaign by Oregon Business and Industry on the repeal sent out a newsletter. I don't know if you saw it. Governor Tina Kotek says she's going to vote against the income tax increase. Why? Because they're the largest employer. 21,000 state workers employed within the boundaries of the city of Salem. That's a, and she said basically why. It's going to be a big hit on the budget. Why? Because the union is going to come in. You know it. All of the unions. There's 16 unions, by the way, that are represented in the state of Oregon. Folks, they're all going to come in and say, you got to give us more to pay for this income tax. That hurts the state budget. That's hurt some of her liberal far left priorities. Big news. The governor's going to vote against it. Now, what does that say? That tells you that not only is the leftist city council in for a massive defeat here, but it also is this opportunity I keep talking about, the reason we do this show. This is an opportunity for you to reach out to friends and neighbors who don't like this income tax. Bring them to the next political coffee class. Because not only is Nick Hill going to talk about the campaign, but maybe, just maybe, there might be one or two people there who might be running for the city council. And you and your friends might want to meet them. Back in a moment at 620. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-two minutes past the top of the hour. Great to have you with us today, folks. It's Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about today. It doesn't have to be anything that I'm talking about. What's on your mind? This is your day. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at KSLM.news. Avis, thanks for the great email, by the way. Yes, we are still trying to get Steve Bannon's war room arranged so we can broadcast it live after I'm off the air in place of the anti-Trump um, Brian Kilme. Also, thank you for uh, the Paul Knoble, an old friend of mine, the first guy I ever went on the air with. And, and Freddie, hang on. I'm going to get to you in just a second. Okay. Um, Paul's really into, along with Josh Michael and others, how we can make our communications, like over cell phones and so forth, a lot more secure. Because right now, everything. That I'm saying every text I make that you send me, every email, is all spied on by the federal government. It's highly unconstitutional. And someday, it's got to come in front of the U.S. Supreme Court and they got to shut it down. Or would the deep state let them? I mean, if they'll try to assassinate Trump, what about Supreme Court justices? Not like that would ever happen. 
By the way, a couple of things. Did you notice that Elon Musk was down on the southern border? He live streamed his little old trip there. And he wrote this on X, formerly Twitter. Why do so many American politicians from both parties care a hundred times more about the Ukraine border than the USA border? Yeah, that's a good one. And also, do any of you have any theory why Barack Hussein Obama made that little quiet visit to Nike headquarters in Beaverton the other day? Any idea why? Any conspiracy theories why? I don't know. Maybe we should ask Freddie. Freddie, good morning. What do you think about that? <laughs> uh, good morning, Jeff. My comment this morning, uh, I have two of them. One is uh, we should never, never borrow money and give it to foreign aid. We can't afford it. We don't have any money. And they need to stop That's that. Right. The politicians need to stop yep. that. Second thing I have is to say is the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment states that the federal government is not to infringe on our right to keep and bear arms. So any politician that talks about that, we should shut them down and say that is a subject matter you're not allowed to talk about because the Constitution makes it very clear. You're not to infringe on our rights to keep and bear arms. That means anything about a weapon. Uh, uh, the size of the magazines, the type of weapon we, we want to have. The, the Constitution makes it very clear you're not to infringe on it, so you, that is subject matter you're not allowed to talk about because it's already done. That's my comment. Well, and you're right. It's already done. They don't let us talk about it. This is why we have to engage in all these other forms of, of influence in terms of media, social media, the social media platforms we did not have after the 2020 election, we do now. And we need to be utilizing, making sure that the ones we're utilizing are not corrupted and have back doors that the deep state can get into. That they are in fact secure and there are some. We need, we need to learn more about that. Hey, thanks, uh, Freddie. I appreciate that. Jim writes an email. By the way, it's Freedom Friday. You can call him or email about anything you want to talk about. He writes an email about animal rights. California, he writes, doesn't want to fall behind Oregon. Roadkill will have more rights than unborn humans. It's a Breitbart story about elephants first to benefit as Ojai, California recognizes the legal rights of non-human animals. Great point, Jim. Great point. Another great point is that you should consider doing business with Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, contractor that absolutely is transparent with you, 100% honest and upfront in everything he does. And frankly, he puts your best interest first and foremost, even if that costs him money sometimes. And I mean this, he's willing to do that because he wants you to be an absolute satisfied customer of his. And again, you see that, just don't take my word for it, go to righteousrenovations.com, his website, righteousrenovations, all one word, .com. He's a man of faith and he lives it in how he treats you. Check out the pictures, the great testimonials from customers. You can have a lot of confidence if you do business with Eric Azer at Righteous Renovations. It's going to work out best for you and for him, too. 
RighteousRenovations.com. By the way, the um, congrats to my buddy and my um, mentor, the guy who taught me talk radio, Lars Larson. This month he hit 20 years. And I am listed there. In fact, I'm kind of number one. <laughs> there, uh, it probably didn't make Lars happy that he puts KSLM there, but he said, I mean, I, he asked me for a quote, and so I wrote him one. And it's what I believe. Lars truly has, in his 20 years, has truly impacted the cause of liberty, friends, in common sense. And, and, and I said, more than any of us can truly understand. This is, this is absolutely correct. He has. And it's a good thing. Congrats, old buddy, Lars. Guy's my age, by the way. Congrats on 20 years of being a powerful force for common sense and liberty in Oregon. Back in a moment, folks. It's Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? It's really easy. Call 503-589-1220 at 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-three minutes before the top of the hour. Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about today politically. It doesn't have to be anything I'm talking about. Senator Dianne Feinstein, as you may have heard, passed away. Yes, uh, Anne-Marie, it does mean that a Democrat will be appointed by Governor Gavin Newsom to replace her. Who, by the way, you know, there's news about Newsom signing a bill that, hey, you get $20 an hour minimum wage in California. You know, you want to go, you know, you're a teenager in, in high school. Want to go work at McDonald's, you get 20 bucks an hour. That's the. Minimum wage. Gavin Newsom, folks. By the way, there's also news about, and thank you, uh, Don, Don Powers. The parents of Sam Bankman Freed were, well, they got sued by FTX because they facilitated a lot of the behind the scenes money laundering allegedly Sam Bankman-Fried, and I believe his CEO or one of the people pled guilty to in Oregon politics in 2022. It's a story that's out there. Also, if any of you watched, and I'm going to get to the phones in a moment, again, 503-589-1220, that's the Power of Buke GMC talk line. If anybody of you watched the impeachment hearing yesterday, the Federalist story is a really good one for you because this is how you counter the narrative that you even heard on Fox News. Neil Cavuto on Fox News. Well, there's, you know, the Republicans had no evidence 
he shills for Biden, trashes the Republicans, says there's no any proof for impeachment. Well, you should read the Federalist story. The headline is, yes, the Biden impeachment hearing presented evidence of corruption. Lots of it. Now, folks, it's an inquiry, and they point this out. So if somebody says to you, well, this hearing, it didn't have any new evidence, as the New York Times said. First impeachment hearing yields no new information on Biden. It's an inquiry, folks. There hasn't been an impeachment trial, an impeachment voted on by the House, hold formal impeachment process. This is just an inquiry. They're different animals. Case hasn't been made yet, which is why you have an inquiry. The case hasn't been made yet. There's lots of new information that came to light yesterday. Maybe you want to talk about that. Maybe you don't. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Uh, just before we go to our first call or our second call, um, got to remind you, Freedom Heating and Air does this set. They sponsor this segment. Thank you to Freedom Heating and Air, folks. You know, it's been cold. It's going to get warm again. It's the yo-yo of this time of year. And you know what? If your heating and cooling system is doing the yo-yo on you, why don't you just call Freedom Heating and Air and get it fixed so you don't have to live with the negatives of a yo-yo. Give them a call. Freedom Heating and Air right here in Salem, 503-580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net, freedomheatingandair.net. It's Freedom Friday again. What do you want to talk about? Let's go to Art. Art, what's on your mind today on Freedom Friday, friend? Well, Jeff, I want to talk about our illustrious governor who claims we need more affordable housing, but they keep pushing this climate change garbage and making, you know, housing more expensive because of their climate change BS. And so it's really an oxymoron when she says we need more affordable housing when we can't have more affordable housing as long as they keep, uh, you know, promoting the big fraud that gas and oil are evil and you know, we need to get rid of it because it's destroying the world. It's just the biggest lie ever. And in fact, in my opinion, uh, they're committing fraud because they don't have the evidence to prove their claims. They just keep, you know, using children and scaring children uh, into, oh, they're going to die in the next... 10 to 15 years because, you know, our environment is going to get so bad that we can't survive. Yeah, you know, this is, uh, you're right, it's a lie. And what's happening in the federal courts is, I think, one federal court has allowed these high school students their federal lawsuit to stop global warming because it's going to impact it. That judge has allowed that lawsuit to move forward. 
It's insanity. Well, it's great insanity, but, you know, uh, Tina wants affordable housing, then get rid of your global warming bunk because it's not true. Climate has changed <laughs> ever since the beginning of time, uh, and it doesn't have anything to do with gas and oil. In fact, gas and oil have made our lives much more easier, and we have the things we have now uh, that we didn't have then because of the development of you know plastics and all that kind of good stuff. So. That's what I wanted to say today, Jeff, is, hey, Tina, if you want more affordable housing, then quit spreading your lie and start allowing us to have inexpensive gas and oil, uh, which is why we're where we're at now. We don't want to go backwards. We want to go forward. Hey, just briefly before you go, Art, got to ask you. How significant do you think it is that Tina Kotek says she's going to vote against the city of Salem income tax? Well, I mean, anybody in their right mind is going to vote against it, Jeff, because people can't afford it. I mean, let's let's just get real. Uh, you, um, you know, in my household, it'd be an extra $1,200 a year. And with the inflation and all that stuff, I can't afford it. What do I have to give up if they implement this tax? Why don't they give up some things that they don't need to spend or waste our money? Uh, just waste right. our money. That's right. Well said, Art. Thank you. God bless, uh, Jeff. Have a great to, weekend. Have a great weekend. I appreciate it. Good point about Tina. By the way, folks, um, that's a great point. We're going to talk about that at the Political Coffee Clatch Tuesday night. Nick Hill, Marion Polk first, is deeply involved in the official campaign. We're going to talk about how you can be a part of the campaign to force the city of Salem to live within its means, especially since it apparently year after year after year has a surplus and not a deficit. Maybe they ought to use some of that ending balance that has doubled in the last 10 years. Maybe they ought to use some of that if they're running a deficit. No, actually what they ought to do is cut out the waste, the fraud, the ne unnecessary spending, and tighten their belt like we have to. Let's go to Gail. Gail, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Thank you. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do this justice, but I just want to put in a good word for the Oregon General Jural Assembly. And I, I like I like how you started the um, program with your Democrat friend. I'm sorry, I'm missing his name right now. Former because Senator Rick Metzger. Yeah, thank you. My phone is a little funny. Am I coming through okay? You're you're okay, but you got about a minute, so you got to keep going. Okay, thank you, thank you. Well, you know we 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 keep fighting and you keep coming on and giving us ways to fight for this country. Well, this Oregon Jural, General Jural Assembly, which I sent you a link to, gives us a way. It gives us the right to assemble. We have the right to assemble, but it helps us assemble. 
And then we have the power of the military behind us, and that's very simply stated. I mean, it's more complicated, but I think people could look into that and find out that we actually have more power than we think in that a right to assemble. And this is a spiritual war, good versus evil, and so we're not just looking for Republicans, we're looking for patriots, godly patriots. You're right, and I I have not yet done enough research. The Oregon Journal Assembly folks do come to uh, the political coffee class. I'm quite certain that they will be there on Tuesday night at 6 o'clock. You you should come join us, too, and bring a friend, maybe, Gail, who's opposed to this whole Salem City income tax issue, too. We definitely want to talk about that. Thanks, Gail. Uh, Colin, Measure 114 update. Yep, we come back. 648. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour here in Political Coffee. Last segment for this week. So you still have a moment to call or shoot me an email, and I'll do my best to read it on the air because it's Freedom Friday. It means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about or email me and talk about whatever you want to talk about. Colin asked, by the way, about a Measure 114 update. I'm going to give that in a momento. Friends, you know how much... I believe in the mission of Mike Lindell and frankly, how that relates to his company, MyPillow, which is under as deep of assault by all the left is what Mike is. One of the ways that you can help them stand up for your freedom, for your liberty, for elections that we can believe in again is to support MyPillow. And you do that by buying their products. But don't pay full price. Get them at these massive discounts. And if you go to MyPillow.com, folks, they've got some stuff that's 80% off. We, this radio station, and this show specifically, get a little bit of whatever you spend there. They literally send us money. They not only advertise on the show, but they send us a little bit of that money. So you're supporting KSLM. You're supporting this radio show specifically. When you go to MyPillow.com and buy any of the things that are listed and use the promo code PC23. That's the initials of political coffee, PC23. Support what we're doing. Support your own future for the fight for free and fair elections. PC23 at MyPillow.com. Now, Oregon Firearms Federation's latest newsletter from two days ago really lays it out there. They remind us of a couple of things, and I'm going to get to the phones because we have calls. They remind us of a couple of things. First of all, that this 
federal judge's ruling striking down the Calif- state of California's magazine ban is a powerful, the timing of it was powerful, right at the conclusion of the Oregon trial in Harney County. It is likely, my, here's my prediction to you, I believe the judge will take that into effect, into account rather, and the whole question of the constitutionality of this thing. I believe he'll strike it down. Now, that then goes to the Oregon Supreme Court, Court of Appeals, and all of that. So we know how that'll turn out. But he also talks about the Oregon Firearms Federation. Vicki Brees Iverson promised this lawsuit since she allowed House Bill 2005, the ghost gun bill, to pass. They're going to sue. They're going to protect. Nothing's happened. Don't hold your breath. She resigned, as she should, as the Republican leader. You heard her replacement, former Portland Police Sergeant, 25 years, Jeff Helfrich, has been elected to replace her by the House Republicans. I think he's probably going to be a lot stronger on this issue than she was. Let's hope and pray so. So that's where we're at. Now, there was a federal... Um, Hard to believe this gateway pundit story. The U.S. House just voted 424 members to one. Almost every single Democrat joined the Republicans to kill Joe Biden's anti-Second Amendment scheme. What was it? They were redefining a law by administrative rule to banish hunting or archery classes in schools. That's how bad it was to get every member except one of the U.S. House of Representatives, the radical, most leftist, anti-gun people saying, no, that's a bridge too far. So that's a win, don't you think? I think it is. So there's an update. Rich writes an email, I trust the Dems and the Rhinos. Jeff, I confess, I do trust the Dems and Rhinos to lie to me at all times on everything, push us more to the left, attempt to destroy Oregon and the United States Constitution, raise taxes to fill their own pockets with our money, do whatever their handlers tell them to do regardless of the outcome to themselves, destroy the family unit, and use the population as their own experimental lab rats to further their evil control of all of us. And the GOP? to do nothing to change the direction we're going here in Oregon. Oh, sure, I'm sure there may be other things that I've missed out, but I can't think this evil (laughs) this early in the morning. I still believe that today will be better than yesterday. And can I help to make it a little better somewhere? Yes, you can. That's the whole point of us having these conversations. Absolutely correct. Let's go to the phones to Tim. Tim, good morning. Your thoughts. Welcome. Uh, Good morning. Stop messaging the Republican Party. What position are they taking on the Salem tax and reviewing the budget for the city? A good question. I don't know the answer to that. Maybe one of the PCPs that listens to this show can email me quickly and tell us what that is, if any. And one last one, Jeff. I talked with my coffee buddies, and I'll make this quick. I tried to get them to discuss the difference between climate change and pollution. <laughs> and? 
they can't they couldn't do it turn out they couldn't do it exactly they couldn't do it tim thanks for uh joining us and for that that thoughtful comment because that's again folks this is how you can help people get to the place where they really question their political allegiances and that's what we have to do and you do that that's your opportunity to influence your world around you by asking thoughtful questions like Tim just proposed. And I hope that you have found this show valuable, this week valuable. This great state, this great nation needs your prayers first and foremost. They didn't need your activism. It needs you to stand up, do like Conrad does. Say, I've had enough, I'm gonna run for House District 19. And if you want to contact him, go to his email, cjherold, H-E-R-O-L-D, 52, cjherold52 at gmail.com. By the way, he also shows up the Political Coffee Clutch, and I want to invite all of you who care about this issue of the Salem City Income Tax and its, its impact. I invite you to come to the Political Coffee Clatch at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill Tuesday night at 6 o'clock. You never know who's going to show up. There may be some potential candidates, I am told, who might be running against the leftists' majority of the Salem City Council. Nick Hill from Marion Polk first and is part of the campaign to repeal the Salem City Income Tax is going to be there. And he's going to talk about how you can be involved. This is why I want to urge you to come and join us and bring somebody with you. Even if they're maybe not constitutional conservatives the way we are, but they still care about this issue. Bring them with you. And you never know. I am told on very good authority that someone who knows what they're talking about is going to have petunia. The park detective sitting in the parking Got it coming. Yes, Make it a great weekend, folks. We'll talk to you Monday.